Hello and welcome to the Beyond Net Zero Journey podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas and this is my lo-fi audio diary and collection of random tips podcast to help others follow my journey of taking my business to Beyond Net Zero. And in this episode, we have our first ever interview. Yeah, I actually got a guest booked. Um, and it's a really, really good one. A really awesome guest who whose um, efforts have saved me hours of time. Um, but you'll find out all about that shortly. So a bit of background on this. Uh, here at e-commerce master plan, our carbon reduction is mainly about our supplier audit. How good are they? Can we move if they're bad? Can we encourage them to do better? And how do we offset it if we can't change suppliers? Early on in that process, I realised it would take so long to audit it all that I decided to tackle it by topic to actually make some progress. Most of last year ended up being about banking, hugely impactful, took forever though. Um, and as we drew to the close of the year, I started to tackle the next thing on my to-do list, which was the carbon footprint of our podcast, because I wanted to get to the point where I could tell all our listeners that they were listening carbon guilt free oh my word, was that ridiculously hard. I reached the point where I was pretty much going to go and hire someone to do a PhD for me on it because I couldn't find the data for starters. So I kind of went, let's give up on this just before Christmas because um, it was getting me down, quite frankly. And then came back and looked at it post-Christmas and, as is so often the case in sustainability, someone solved the problem for me. And that someone is our guest today, Andrew from Carbon Poditive. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Chloe. Hi, everybody. Thank you. First for off, first off, huge thank you for doing this work because, as I just said to everyone, um, nightmare trying to work out how to how to account how much carbon a podcast has so um, or podcast generates. So huge, huge, that personal thank you above for anything else from me for doing that. But explain to everyone what Carbon Positive is before we go any further, please. So Carbon Positive is a not-for-profit association. We were based in Switzerland and we aim to give podcasts an incredibly simple one-stop solution to becoming carbon positive. We calculate and offset the footprint of all our members and it's quite a, quite a complicated algorithm that does the work, but we've tried to make it super simple and very user-friendly. Yeah, I mean, it is so ludicrously easy to uh, to do it. Uh, before we get into how podcasters can also also do this the same as I have, you've t- you're taking podcasts to carbon positive, not just to carbon neutral. What's the reasoning behind that? So we guarantee to offset a minimum of 120% of the podcast's um, footprint. Uh, I think that it's, I mean, only a positive thing to try and offset further than further than what we actually do. I think that we've gone probably a little bit too far to just become carbon neutral. Uh, we want to do a little bit more to actually start to repair um, everything that's, that's happened in the past. Uh, also, it worked really well with the name. (laughs) (laughs) And it's always, if you can get a better name and do a bit better for the planet with a word change and a, you know, an emission change, why not quite frankly? (laughs) So, um, why, why did you decide to create carbon positive and help all us podcasters become beyond net zero? So, uh, it was, 
it's a two-part story, really. So there was a, a podcast side to it and, a, and an environmental side to it. I'll start with the environmental side. So um, I'm a scuba diving instructor, traditionally, and I have personally seen the impact that humans have on what is our planet. And uh, I've always tried to kind of be accountable for my own uh, uh, environmental impact and I've always tried to be aware of my choices and make the right choices which is really difficult uh, because you don't know where to look everywhere you look there's different information and different advice and most of it conflicts with each other so very hard to to understand but I've always tried to do the right thing recycle where possible eat the right food eat local those kind of things small changes that everybody can that everybody can make uh, so I've always been aware of that. The second side of it is obviously the podcasting. Uh, and I went through a little bit of a difficult period in my life. Not, I don't want to drag this, this uh, conversation down through that. But podcasting helped me through that. Uh, I found it a really great medium. Very candid, very, very real, very relatable. Um, and I, from that point, wanted to thought oh, I'll do my own podcast and then very very quickly changed my mind on that one <laughs> how much work was involved in that and and uh, and everything and thought there are much 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 better people to do that than me um so so backtracked on that reasonably quickly and thought how can I impact it some other way ended up working in Switzerland which is the home of not-for-profit associations uh, one of the best countries in the world to have this. And those two plus the location all came together. I spent some time working on an algorithm, working, maths has always been my strong point, uh, and started gathering data, working on an algorithm, putting it together, and realised that there wasn't anything like this out there at the minute. There are similar things available for other industries film industry has something similar uh b corp i think everyone will know that they they work for businesses so um evion for example water bottles are b corp i know that brew dog was a was a was a b was a b corp company for a while um they make companies accountable but there was nothing to to do it for podcasts at all uh and you know, I, I, it took me a long time to develop the algorithm, nearly nine months. I thought there's definitely going to be someone doing it before me. You know, I'm going to spend all this time doing the algorithm and then it's going to be something out there, which would be fine. You know, I'd happily partner with them and give them the algorithm. Like, it's, it's not, this isn't, a, a, you know, it's not, a, it's not a gatekeeping thing. So all of that came together and it turns out that we are the first to, to do it. And I just think that, if we can actually work towards our mission of becoming a carbon positive medium, the world's first, then how amazing would that be for everybody involved, for all the listeners to be able to, as you say, listen guilt-free, all the producers to be able to produce it, and all of the hosts to be able to know that they're involved in this fantastic medium of podcasting and know that it's not only not harming the environment but it's actually contributing to saving it yeah it's such such a good um a good mission that you're on and 
Well, I spent about a month just trying to find the numbers, let alone trying to work out how to how what that meant for me and my offsetting. So, um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. In fact, I'm amazed it only took you nine months. So, um, Andrew, the primary reason I've got well, the primary reason I've got you on is because one of the biggest impacts we can all have is to shout about the things we're doing to inspire other people to make make progress. So, obviously, we have to shout about this, but also because the one bit. I want to really understand the, the the selfish question I want to ask you is which bit of the process have you done? So like you've got putting a podcast together is all the way from deciding what you're going to do, finding the guest, doing the recording, doing the editing, the marketing, and then sending it out into the world to be listened to by people. So where does your algorithm begin and end? First of all, I love selfish questions. They're the best <laughs> questions ever. And they're the ones that everyone wants to ask, but no one ever does. So ask more selfish questions. Um, second of all, in answer to the, to the question. Um, so this is, I'm going to go into kind of as much detail as possible, but I'm going to try and keep it as simple as possible as well, because cool. I will be the first to admit that algorithms are super dull and they're not good content for uh, for for podcasts and people really don't want to listen to the ins and outs of how, how, how that happened. However, I will really go into the details of it. Um, so we currently sit in a very generic corner uh, and I will go into why that's relevant a little bit further on because we hope to really dial down into the specifics further down the line. But right now we sit in a really generic corner um, and we cover a lot of averages uh, our averages include, and we've tried to include absolutely everything from, like you say, listener acquisition, uh, um, guest acquisition, to listener listener habits. Um, so the averages that we kind of cover are an average number of emails that it takes a podcast to do to create an episode. Uh, running a website and social media. Over 90% of podcasts have websites and nearly 100% of them have social media. So we cover we cover that as well. Uh, number of listeners to a podcast is an obvious, an obvious one. Uh, listener location. I'll come back to listener location and we'll go into a little bit deeper. I'm just uh, going to butt in and say listener location. I came aware of as I was trying to work out the numbers, just went, no, I'm not even going to look at that. That's way too complicated. It's amazing you've included that. So I'm looking forward to you getting deeper into that in a second. But sorry, Andrew, I interrupted you. No, absolutely. Um, podcast length. Obviously, the longer the podcast, the higher the footprint. It's a simple one. Um, and we also put global energy production into there as well. And, I'll, and that will be covered in listener location. And you'll understand a little bit more as to why. Um, we also put into there listener habits. So listening habits. So... For example, um, somebody who listens on the phone has a 200 times less social uh, environmental impact than somebody who listens on a laptop or computer. Um, obviously, phone listeners are much, much higher, so cover approximately 70, 70% roughly, um, compared to 15% of computer slash laptop listeners. Uh, but, 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 that's all factored into it. So we don't just we don't just take into it. We don't just assume that everyone listens on the phone. Uh, the three main listening devices are phone, um, computer, laptop, or smart speaker. Um, and phone, smart speaker, laptop, in that order, as far as energy consumption is concerned. Um, 
So we we try to cover everything. Like I say, it's a complete average um, because every podcast is different um, and we hope to become more specific in the future. But listener location, I said I would get in a little bit deeper into this. So, for example, um, and a, probably my best example of this would be Tick China, for example. China, the listener figures in China are comparatively low compared to their size of 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 country we're really low in the in in the podcasting kind of listenership um but their energy is heavily swayed towards non-renewable and very you know the worst for the environment as far as energy consumption can be so what we've done is we've biased the energy production from China to match the listenership of podcast listeners. So um, it matches it and doesn't negatively sway the figures in, in, the, in the wrong direction. Because if we were to take in the size of China and their energy production and put that into the algorithm as a, as a whole, as a, as a, it, would, it would really, really negatively impact the figures. Um, we did it. It, 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 it <laughs> really skewed them, um, and it made it it made podcasting look a lot worse than what it actually is, because you take let's say ten percent of of the world's energy consumption is produced by is produced by China, yet zero point two percent of the of the listenership is done by that. Well, that's a huge difference as far as as far as that's concerned. So we so we factored that into the into the figures. Um, we couldn't do it for every country because um, we didn't have all the data for, for every country in the world. Um, but but realistically, when you going into oh, when you're going into smaller countries, it, the, the the skew on the on the figures on the on the outcome is much much smaller. China is a great example because the difference between the energy production to listeners is is so huge that it really made a big difference. Um, but we did take into account the US, China, uh, Europe, we took as a whole, uh, because it's it's quite, the statistics are quite even throughout the whole of Europe. So to really dive into the details of each country um, would have been a lot of work for not a lot of gain. So basically, as a podcaster, I can go, I've gone to your website, I've entered in, my average length of episode, my average, um, you know, number of listens per month. And there's a third number, isn't there? What's the third one? Or oh, number of oh, episodes per month. Um, and then, no, like, yeah, it's just listens and numbers, isn't it? So, you, so you, you've gone, what are the two biggest variables? Right, let's put those in. Hit the button. It'll tell me how much I need to, need to pay you per month. And I pay it for the year. And then end to end, my podcasting activity is better than offset that's what we're saying here i think it is truly amazing um how you have taken all those crazy data sets and drilled it down to something so usable was it hard to resist the urge to get everyone to enter in their platform mix or their country mix or because you know i i would definitely be going oh but if we if we get them to give us their top three countries we could make it x amount more precise so how did you was it tricky just going two pieces of data to enter and the rest will do as averages 
Yes and no. Yes, yes and no. It was because, as you say, the more data that you can gather, then the more specific that we can be. Um, but realistically, 80 to 90% of the podcasts, that data really, really wouldn't swing the needle in in much in too much of a way and in my in my experience that would put a, a, a podcast off more than what it's worth in in the data gathering especially at such an early stage of our of, of our life um of, of carbon positive's life um however i will i will go into a little bit of a detail of how we hope to do it in the future um, that was going to be my next question. Was it okay. you working on this algorithm all the time to make it better? Where Where is it going? It constantly evolves because the data constantly gets better. So we we are always updating um, small tweaks, really small tweaks, nothing nothing too huge, because you know, let's say Russia, for example, doesn't just change its energy production overnight. You know, the the really small tweaks, but but they are they are tweaks. Um, However, what we hope to do in the future that will really make a difference is we hope to create a plugin, um, which is something that we're working with, that will work alongside podcast dashboards and will feed back live information that will then be able to produce what we call a social impact score. Um, and that social impact score will give each podcast an exact, almost exact figure of what their social impact is, what their environmental impact is. Um, because what that can do then is that can say that 30% of your listeners are in Fiji, 15% of your listeners are in the UK, 18% of your listeners are in France. It can take all of that detail, it can, it can calculate that, and it, instead of us taking an average that... 62% of the listeners that listen to podcasts are in the US. Yet, Chloe, for your, for your podcast, potentially 85% of your listeners are in the UK. Well, that's that's changed your statistics, maybe not dramatically, but, but it has changed it. So what we would like to do is we'd like to be able to, because at the minute, like I say, we work with a real average and we take into account these averages and it's a, it's a, it's a best option we can do right now. But in the future, if we can feed back these live statistics, which is absolutely possible, it's 100% doable. It needs more money than I have um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be able to produce it. Um, but it's certainly something we're working towards. Um, if we can produce something like that, that gives each podcast a, a live score, it would be completely free to use, wouldn't cost, wouldn't cost the podcast anything, and would say that this is your social impact. It would also mean that at the minute we have six categories that podcasts sit in. Um, so we have six tiers uh, that we go from, which are from the smallest podcast you can imagine to the largest podcast that you can get. We also have a seventh tier that covers the the, the real top 0.1% of podcasts, which would be a unique situation. We would do a completely... Um, individual calculation for those podcasts because they're they really they really would make the figures look bad um in those seven in those six tiers we have to we have to bring those podcasts together into those six tiers so 
what might happen is you get a podcast that's got say a hundred listeners and drops a one hour podcast every month. That's going to be in tier one. But also if you've got 10,000 listeners and you do a 30 minute podcast every week, you're probably still going to be in tier one, but for the, for the sake of pro- progression, we have to put those tiers into, into, you know, we have to put those tiers into account and, what we can do in the future, what we hope to do in the future is to be able to really bring specific statistics into it so that we don't have to narrow those tiers down and say that you are in tier one, tier two. Everyone can have their own one. And in that case, at the minute, our smallest tier is four, £4 a month, uh, three ninety nine a month, which is, you know, we would say it's the price of a coffee. Um, it's incre- it's a, such a, a low number to feel smug about your podcast (laughs) and I I do think it's the what I really really like about your system is you've done all the all the super hard work for us and then you've made it just incredibly easy for us you know you've you've it's not like we're paying two pounds 59 or something we're it it's a it's a 3.99 a month or it's whatever the tiers are and it's that simplification which i think makes it so user-friendly and so straightforward but then you've also put together some things to help us shout about it because of course the point of doing this is one to do the right thing and to feel smug about it but the bigger impact we have is by telling people about it and hopefully by the time everyone's listening to this i will have got round to adding adding all of this to my shows so um Andrew, just before we tell people how they can go and sign up, what's the what's the social proof element? What's the shouting about it element that you've got in the mix for us? So there's a couple of things I would say, I would call them kind of membership benefits, I would guess. Um, so part of the membership benefit is that we deal with the whole environmental responsibility and we offset a minimum of 120% of the podcast footprint. Uh Part of being a member also is that they have access to the graphics to showcase the commitment to the listeners via um, podcast thumbnails, uh, anything that they put onto social media. Uh, the podcast thumbnail, we've got the carbon positive green mic, which which basically if anyone's looking through Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, you'll be able to display that on, on your podcast thumbnail and people will be able to see immediately that that this podcast is carbon positive um and that is is i think is going to be much bigger than what people expect uh especially with the generations that are coming through now um people really you know gen z millennials really choose their their options highly based on the social impact the social conscience of, of brands and and we think that that will that will only accelerate into the podcasting world. Um, so, so we th- we think that that's going to be a huge thing in the future. We'd love to start seeing you know those little green mics on some on some more thumbnails as we go through, and we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, we also there's a monthly certificate that goes out to all the listeners that accounts for the amount of carbon that we've offset, uh, and it's we do it in different formats so twitter instagram linkedin so they can all be displayed super easily once you once you receive the link you'll be able to just go on pull it whichever format you choose and 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 display it uh, we believe that part of the benefit was that podcast will become more desirable to sponsors um we 
if a if a, if a sponsor has a choice between a podcast that's carbon positive and a comp and a podcast that's not, with the with the general theme of the way that the world's going at the minute, we think that podcast that sponsors would generally sway towards the the the, the socially conscious choice. Uh, it just makes sense. Um, and also, podcasts will have an access to extensive gallery of professionally made uh, social media posts that, again, uh, pre-tailored to Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook, not TikTok, sorry, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, all of these that are pre-sized and ready to go and shout about that we are Calvin Podative, we're members, we're proud to be, and um, and yeah, it's it's literally a drag and drop. And uh, we found that, well, certainly in my experience, creating social media posts can be really time consuming. It can be a big part of your job. I'm sure you know as well as anyone, Chloe, uh, that yep. that can be a huge <laughs> part of what you do. So to be able to create this this one that, even if it's just one or two a month that you can that you can pop up there and, and remind people, then that becomes super valuable, almost worth the, the four quid a month anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, Andrew, before we say goodbye to you, for the podcasters listening who really need to do this, they need to join me and all the other people who are already doing Carbon Positive, how do they go about joining you and taking advantage of all of these great things? Very, very simple. Go to carbonpositive.com and you'll see there, at the, right at the top, there's a calculate the offset cost and pop in two pieces of data, it's number of average listeners per month and average length of podcast. And those two pieces of data readily available on everybody's dashboard. From there, you will get a social impact score and then you'll have the option to become a member. And once you become a member, you'll receive everything, the seal for the podcast thumbnail the access to all the all the social media and everything else and you'll immediately be offsetting the footprint and after the first month receive the the first certificate and then then on forever and always easy as that everyone um andrew thank you so much for coming on and diving into the detail for us and for setting it up because i'm going to say this again you have saved me hours of my life and uh, by the time this goes out, I will have got round to adding this to everything. So you will also be helping me make a bigger impact, a bigger carbon shadow by inspiring other people to head in this direction too. So thank you so much for doing it. And thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. So just quite frankly, how cool is what Andrew's doing uh, with Carbon Poditive? Key, 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 key things for me are, number one, he has saved me so much time by working all of this out for me. I will not stop saying that because to try and do this yourself is a nightmare. I am amazed it's end to end. That is so cool. Um, I was thinking I was going to have to do some extra work. I'm not going to do some extra work. It's fully end to end right from when I start looking for a guest through to recording, editing, promotion, all the rest of it to someone listening. It's done. By the time you're listening to this, I will have updated all my podcasts to shout about the fact that our listeners are listening um, Carbon Guilt Free with the little logos everywhere, links everywhere and all the rest of it. So I am really pleased with this. Oh, and one thing I forgot to ask Andrew is how they're doing the offsetting. Well, they're doing the offsetting via Ecology. 
which we use anyway as um as a business because they do all that nitty gritty checking the offsetting's good and all the rest of it for you so um a very very good solid offsetting solution that they're using and just doing it all for you so um what i strongly advise you to do is to come and follow me make your carbon your podcast carbon positive head to the website enter in those just those two stats and then sign up you actually pay yearly although the price is quoted monthly but it's really not very much money and then shout about it talk about it on social tell your audience you've done it put it into um, your website your logo all the rest of it and the bit which I hadn't thought of before that Andrew mentioned tell your sponsors about it too because the chances are they're starting to get pressure to be more carbon positive as well so as is often the case in sustainability when something is hard take a breath and you will probably find someone who's done it for you I found it with the banking the research was say say ugh, shortened so much by um, a couple of great websites and great resources listen to those episodes if you want those and in the case of making my podcasting carbon positive carbon positive and andrew have done it all for me so um one go and sign up to carbon positive for your podcast and secondly if you get totally stuck with something in sustainability move on and work with some work on something else until someone fixes the problem for you links to all of this are in the show notes that's it for this little update and if you've got questions something you'd like us to cover or you want to tell me I've got something wrong please do get in touch and LinkedIn is probably the easiest way for you to do that see you in the next episode